What's up, everybody? It's Austin Rivers from the Minnesota Timberwolves. It's a new year, and I have a new podcast here at The Ringer, Off Guard, hosted by me and my guy, Pasha Hagigi. Austin and I go way back and talk so much hoop already that we figured it was time to fire up the mics and let you in on all of these conversations. Every week, Pasha and I will hit on the biggest stories happening in the league and get Austin's perspective of someone currently hooping in the NBA. Tap into Off Guard every Friday on The Ringer NBA show feed on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Food News. I'm Juliette Littman. And I'm David Jacoby. Let's put 30 minutes on the clock. Yes. A lot of good stories today. minutes. Yes. We're going to start with an okay story that I just find annoying. Pizza Hut. <laughs> Me too. Which we've talked about previously because they're doing um, the Big New Yorker, which is a really big slice. Mm-hmm. Trying to get a second wave of publicity off yeah. of that. Well, here we are. Yep. They made... They are now the proud owner of the Guinness Book of World Records title for the world's largest pizza. They made a pizza that was 14,000 square feet. They did it in L.A. at the convention center, which is right by where we used mm-hmm. to work. The convention convention centers are like airports without going anywhere. It's like right. the worst part of the travel experience. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's, it's basically a warehouse. Yeah, with like concessions sometimes. You're yes. just like, where the fuck am I? Yes. Anyway, they use the Los Angeles Convention Center to make this pizza and to get to get the record and to have an article about it in people.com, which we are now reading. However big you're imagining this pizza is, it's way bigger than that. They use 13,000, over 13,000 pounds of dough. It's over 600,000 pepperonis. It's like just such a ridiculous waste. And I don't know like why they had to do this. First of all, I believe they did this on Gilmore Girls. So they made like a giant, giant pizza. And missed that episode. Um, I, I just like this isn't even really new. And I also just think it seems like an incredible waste of resources. I yes. hope they gave slices away. They did. Okay, good. Yeah. Just making sure. But I'm sure the people that got those slices were kind of like, mm, took two bites. And they're like, ah. Probably tastes like shit. Of course it did. It's 13,000 <laughs> square feet. Also to cook it, they did like individual sections. Yes, I did not like that. They assembled it later. I don't think that counts. I don't think that counts either. <laughs> the first thing I thought was like, what, how big is the oven? Like, did they build an oven to do this? They're like, oh, they assembled it in the convention center. I'm like, wait a second. Like, so I could just buy a bunch of pizzas and put them together and call that a pizza? Disagree. You know what? Fuck this pizza. I agree. This is ridiculous. And they, they they teamed with a YouTuber with 10 million subscribers to help make the pizza. We know what you're doing, Pizza Hut. We get it. We get what you're doing. We, we you see you. wrote this guy a check, so we'll talk about it. You know what? Let's move on. I'm pissed. Next, Robert Pattinson. Love this one. I have seen almost none of his work. Oh, 
I watched the new Batman thing. The Batman. Okay. Yeah, I watched that cool. one on a on a plane. Did you watch Water for Elephants? No, I did Twilight though. Isn't you that? Yeah, yeah I saw the Twilight series. I didn't see any of those. Really? Yeah. That is off brand. I'm not really into like the supernatural unless it's related to Game of Thrones. Okay. Otherwise, I'm like really into melodrama, like feelings type, okay. type stuff. <laughs> got you, got you. <laughs> anyway, I love Robert Pattinson because he's like a fun celebrity and he's very funny. And he told um, ES Magazine, S Magazine, I don't know, it's European, um, that for a role, he was talking about like all of the um, difficult standards and uh, yeah. male body image for celebrities, all body image for celebrities really for everyone. And he said that um, to accommodate a role, he did a, he claims he did a detox in which he only ate potatoes, potatoes. for two weeks. Two weeks with just Himalaya potatoes. salt. And uh, people like took this to be true. And then other people pointed out he has a history of lying just for fun uh, to the press. And thank you to Vanity Fair, who's uh, their write-up of this situation included a link to an article on the ringer.com by Carrie Great Whitmer. Great website. Robert Pattinson has been lying to you for years, and Carrie went through all the different lies that he's told in the press. Yes. And then he had an interview in interview with William Defoe mm-hmm. where he says he does it just for funsies. Yeah. I, it's a great strategy. Have fun. It is. Can I just go negative for one second? Sure. It is until you start, you, you, there's going to be at least a dozen people that are going to try this stupid <laughs> diet. And like, that's a little dangerous. You know what I mean? That's true. That That is true. Um, I also Googled, is potato diet real? And the only like results I could get was like a three to five day thing. And mm. it doesn't really do anything. So he lied again to us. Yeah. But, it, but two another weeks thing is, is, two weeks of only potatoes. That's like basically like Tom Hanks and Castaway or like something like that. No, not like Tom Hanks and Castaway. <laughs> well, he's just like can only eat one like natural vegetable or natural thing for yes. two weeks. That's, yes. That's what I meant. Do we, it's just a very odd cleanse. Yeah, potatoes. because potatoes are starchy. Yes. They don't really make you... So Carby. potatoes aren't as bad for you as they're made out to seem. I think part of the problem with the potatoes is they're like very frequently fried. Fried, yeah, like yeah. chips. Like when we think about potatoes, we think fries. about hash browns, fries, potato chips, and like super cheesy dishes. Yes. Potatoes by themselves are not that bad for you inherently. Yes, exactly. So it seems like this is probably not true. If it's not true, I do want to give him credit for one thing. What's that? One word. Okay. Himalayan. Mm, yes. It's not, he's like, it's just, uh, two weeks of just potatoes. Like he did not, he had to add a little detail to make it seem true. Only Himalayan pink salt, which is really how to come up in the last decade. <laughs> when I was a kid, it wasn't like, hey, which type of salt would you like? There was just salt. It was Morton's. It was just salt. Now Himalayan pink salt is like all the rage. Um, salt board? I love salt. Salt board? Who doesn't like salt? I will say um, that, while that's a great detail to include, it also is sort of a tell where it's like, a little bit too specific, where he was like, "Oh, okay." He was really he was selling it as hard as he could, mm. and in in the cell, it it became the tell. I always like the idea that this is real, and then he gets invited to like a dinner party at somebody's house, and he's like, "Listen, I'm, I'm going to come. I brought wine, <laughs> but, but just I'm so you know, bring my own meal. <laughs> but just so you know, I brought two baked potatoes and some Himalayan pig sea salt. No disrespect to your home or your food." <laughs> I'm just on this thing right now because I have to be the Batman. Robert Pattinson's very high on my list of celebrities that I'd like to have a meal with. Like, he just seems really, really fun. Yeah. Really? Yeah, and he, like, just seems like he likes to throw him back, down for whatever. It what am pr- I thinking? Didn't he cheat on Kristen Stewart or something? She cheated on him. With the Dr- older fellow, Vaughn. right? Yeah, yeah. Matthew Vaughn. God, you are so good at this. Well, I just love celebrity gossip. Also, that was, like, pretty, that was pretty landmark. Um, I don't know, I just love him. He just seems fun. Great. 
All right, let's move on. Next, you may have seen a headline last week about how Kerrig K-Cups mm. may actually be not as bad for the environment as you may have been led to believe. Like a filtered drip coffee. Sure. So I, I'm a Kerrig K-Cup user. Really? I have a Kerrig at home. Really? Um, In my home, I have a refrigerator that like, I wanted my home because the refrigerator had a Kerrig built into it. And I was oh, like, that's oh. so awesome. Wow. <laughs> I know. Does it have ice thing too? It has everything, yeah. <gasps> Carrick, ice, water, hot water. It's like really awesome. It's a little slow. It's slower than a regular Carrick, but this is all to say I'm a Carrick user. And also, mm. I live alone. A Carrick is the best solution for a one. Like, you, yes. you make a pot of coffee, it's too much, even if it's a French press. So, that's, yes. I, I understand it's bad for the environment. Ben Higgins like once called me out on it, actually. Oh, shut down. Whatever. Anyway, that was last week's news. This week's news is actually. Counterpoint. It is bad for the environment. No, no, no. It was, yeah, it's not bad for the environment, but then, like, this is not peer-reviewed. And so, you know what? As a peer, let me just review this. There are tiny little pieces of plastic that you put in the trash after you're done using them. I That's know. bad for the environment. I know. Like, do we really need studies and counter-studies and press releases and counter-press releases? I can just tell. I test. Lots of plastic. Bad for the environment. Well, it do does raise the fact that people, when they're saying it's bad for the environment, it's like, what are you talking about? Are you talking about trash? Like, are you talking about, like, the, all the trash in the ocean or you're talking about like emissions because the original yes. article was like actually less emissions like soup to nuts to have one cup of coffee from your K-cup but as you said there's so much plastic and just trash yeah. and, and then there's that, like, oh, the way they make the plastic yeah. is emissions at the source factory and there's just like I, I don't fucking know I hope my kids can figure out the environment because it's this is all bad <laughs> My dad's like, I can't do anything about this, so I'm embracing climate change. I'm happy it hasn't snowed in a year. That's, that's oh yeah, that's what he says. Oh yeah, I'm kind of there too. I'm like, this is your problem, future generations. We messed it up. You fix it. I do like that it's not snowy and cold. Same. I'm like, I prefer I prefer the milder winter. Although I was yes. really, I was today. I was confused. I was really hot. I was like, I overdressed. Like you, I run hot. Anyway. K-Cups, not good for the Guess environment. Guess what? Lots of plastic. Not bad for the environment. Thought? Good for Juliet. Bad for the environment. That's a bow on that story. Exactly. All right. Next, we haven't had a good old uh, inflation story in a while. No. And this one uh, combines two things that we like to talk about, inflation and crime. Crime. And people are smuggling eggs into the United States from Mexico because eggs have become so expensive here. Mm. And um, people are getting caught. So don't smuggle eggs from Mexico. Yes, you have to declare them. They're part of the list, like, you know, poultry and eggs and other things you obviously can't bring into foreign countries. But they've, there was a tweet, actually, by someone who works at the borders. Been like, a lot of this going on lately. They just kind of let you go if you didn't declare it. They would just dispose of it. But now the quantities are such that they feel like they're reselling them. So it's not just for personal use. Right. Uh, smuggling eggs, of all the things we've discussed, one of the hardest things to smuggle. Okay. I'd see, I have some thoughts. At the border between Mexico and our country. Mm -hmm. what United are the, what are the, States. What are the climate? What's the temperatures like? Swarm. Hot. Yeah. It's really hot. What about inside of a trunk of a car? It's hot. Where do you keep <laughs> eggs in your home? Um, in the refrigerator. But you don't have to. I think people do that to keep them longer, but you don't have to refrigerate what? them. Yeah, you could what? leave them out. You psycho. You could also leave out butter. I don't, but you could. Oh, yeah. I've done that before. What do you do with peanut butter? It, I do whatever my wife wants, but I like to keep it in the pantry, but she is a refrigerate the peanut butter person because you, it's, it's too hard to scoop out. Yeah, that makes it hard. I, yeah, I, and I, spread. 
I did like an online food order and I got Skippy. And I, I wanted Was it like, the same guy who came? No, no, oh. no that's from Westville. And oh. by the way, I haven't had Leandro in a while. I don't, know what's, I don't know what's up with but Leandro. Where are you, Leandro? If you listen to the pod, call in 646 <laughs> Yeah, seriously. We want to know what's going on. Anyway, I once I recently got like a giant thing of Skippy and it was like natural, but it wasn't like the like no sugar added kind. Mm. And I was like, awesome. I don't have to put it in the fridge. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, um, but you, your point is still taken. Still pretty hot. I don't want smuggled eggs that no. have been in some guy's truck or no. some woman's truck. Yes. No, I don't want to be like on. I, I wanted to go from chicken as many people, little people in po- as possible in between me and the chicken. Agreed. So maybe you should get a chicken. Maybe I should get a chicken. I don't know. Problem solved. Put it on the roof of your building. Let it, in a little coop. Let it run around or something. It'll run off. Well. I'll work on it. I'll build a coop. Yeah, just put some fencing up there. Yeah, I'll give you an update next week. A food news update next week. I'm a chicken coop on my roof. (laughs) All right, next. More inflation. And this hits close to home. I have an anecdote that I will not be saving for personal food news. It involves grocery stores, so of course it hits close to home. It sure does. Um, This is about more inflation, and it posits that some grocery stores, including Tesco, says that some food producers are raising their prices because they can, like alleging... Mm -hmm. Inflation, but actually, it's just like they're taking advantage of the moment. And the reason this hits close to home for me is that my local Key Foods, I went to buy my lemon Chobani yogurt, standard $1 item. They are now $2. That's whoa, that's a hike. Yeah, that's a 100% hike that will drive me to a different grocery store. And this is heartbreaking for me. I'm just like, and today I went to Whole Foods and they had 10 for $11. And I was like, yeah, that's what this should cost. So wow. this is really upsetting. Wait, and Whole Foods is cheaper than key food? Yes. This doesn't make sense. That's the Amazon model, I think. Like, they do bulk or whatever. But anyway, key food is just jacking the price up because they can, because all these prices are, are going up. Counterpoint. Okay. There's a group called Watch with a question mark in which. Europe. It's called Witch. Witch? Yeah. I read it as watch. It's in W-I-C-H. Europe, it's watch. Yeah, that, that's it's watch in European accent. Okay. Watch. What they're alleging is that it's actually the grocery store is taking advantage of the moment because the grocery store brands are actually raising at a higher rate than the brand brands. That's what Key Food's doing. And this makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. And And... I see it, and I'm not happy about it. Because if you see higher prices across the board, you're naturally going to revert towards the sort of like generic brands. Yes. And they're raising those at a higher rate than the brand brands. You know what? This could be illegal, but it's also just kind of smart business. You know I, what I mean? I guess, but I'm just really pissed about it. This is what I don't understand. I'm like, why don't gas prices come down? There aren't like other goods where like the prices come back down. It's like oh. what, once it's up, it's up. Do you know what I don't understand is it always comes back in every single one of these articles they mention the war in Ukraine. I'm like there has to be some <laughs> segments of supply that have nothing to do with Russia and Ukraine. There has to be. There <laughs> they, has to be. They just can't replace that wheat production I, I guess. guess so. <laughs> oh man. Well, I'm pissed about it. Key Foods, I see you. I can't believe I've called out Key Foods. I go there all the time. I love Key Foods. I was there yesterday. I love Key Foods, too. It's a wide range here in New York City, Mm -hmm. but eh, whatever. It's the closest to me, so I I don't even know what to do. All right, moving on. More celebrity news. I love when celebrity news and food news intersect. Me too. Especially when it includes the Toms. Tom Hanks on Tom Cruise. I mean— Oh, God, this is a good story. This should have been higher in the rundown. I forgot about this one. Which Tom do you prefer? Cruise, come on. (laughs) It's not even close. I, I, 
I love great Tom, Tom Hanks. Two great Toms. Two great Toms. Two great Toms. Two great, like, just uh, real treasures. Everyone speaks highly of both of them. I will say Tom Hanks was on the Bill Simmons podcast last year. It was a great episode. I recommend it. Check it out. Okay, so he's doing press right now for this movie called A Man Named Otto based on a wildly popular book that I have not read. Really? And he was talking about... Um, by the way, he talked about... Great El- concept for a show, by the way. It's called Last Meals. You yeah. serve the person with their last meal would be... That's a great... They, they, like the, the people that do hot ones like, oh, we've been one-upped. And he had hollow French toast, a double-double from In-N-Out with a Diet Coke, mm-hmm. Greek salad with calamari served with taro masalata. That's a huge miss right there. This is a huge meal already. We're yeah, not even yeah. done. But like the Greek salad with calamari... What are we doing, Tom? Total total L.A. pick and a Jacoby favorite. Yes. A Taste of History platter from El Cholo. I had to read it three times because I've been to El Cholo approximately, I don't know, 4,000 times. I've never even seen the Taste of History platter even on the menu. El Cholo is great. It's been getting a lot of love lately. It had an article about it in the New York Times. I love El Cholo. El Cholo is awesome. My friends Mike and Brad go to the one in Santa Monica all that the time. That excellent as well. I think that's the original. Yeah, it is. And like they're, the people who work there are like so nice. They know them. It's just like, a, it's a great wonderful experience. It really is. My it's, wife is a huge fan of ground meat at a Mexican restaurant, which isn't that popular, especially yeah, in Los gr- Angeles. It's, it's like thing. more, it's more like Tex-Mex. Yeah. They have a great ground beef there. At El they do. It's just, it's, it's really great there. Check out El Cholo if you're in LA. Anyway, his dessert was the Tom Cruise cake. Raises a lot of questions. A lot of questions. Um, apparently, Tom Cruise sends everyone this coconut cake. Oh, not everyone. It's what he does. A-listers so, only. Sorry. It's, it's A-listers only. There's a huge difference between everyone and A-listers only. <laughs> and just to be clear, he does not make it himself. Nope. It's a $110 bunt cake that is made by Doan's Bakery in Woodland Hills, California. You can get it from Gold Belly. Uh, but it won't be the same if you're not getting it from So, bun cake. Not my favorite cake, but this cake looks and sounds delicious, Julia. Tell the people about this cake. Tom Cruise cake. It looks really good. It's frosted. Mm-hmm. There's uh, coconut on top. Copious amounts of coconut. I don't love that, but I can I see where it's a draw. I'm a coconut guy. And I do like a bun cake because usually it means it has like a lot of butter, and I like a buttery. It's a little too thick. I like my cakes to be airy. Really? Yeah, I don't even like cake that much. We're not on the same page. I fucking love cake, so. Well, cake is overrated. That's That's best type. That's completely crazy. That's completely crazy. Anyway, it looks awesome, and I love that Tom Tom Cruise has a cake that he sends. Also, that is like an expensive gift for A-listers. So I I like that it's also a flex. Quick personal story, which is also somewhat of a flex. My wife was working on the SB Wars. Tom Cruise was involved. Really? But it was the AFC and NFC championship game. So he asked for DVDs of the games because he was on a movie so he could watch them at a later date. Think about the the process of this. The game ends on Sunday night. Someone has to make a DVD. Do you probably touch that DVD on Monday overnight? I think it was in another country. So he's watching games that happened on Sunday on a DVD, like on Tuesday or Wednesday, right? Sorry. Yes. Pause. Football ends, that happens in January, and the ESPYs are in July. So Used to be in February. Oh. Back on you, Julia. Okay, Lemon. I was really confused. Yes, I was like, they moved it. It used to be, it used to be like... Um, <laughs> I see, All-Star break instead yeah, of yeah. Major League Baseball break. Boom, exactly. I see, okay. Thank and then you. the Westminster Dog Show was eating into the ratings at some point. But, point being, Joey did this little tiny favor for Tom Cruise. We go into our apartment building. There's a cookie platter. Outside of our door. Joey didn't give her address away. And it was from Tom Cruise as a thank you for the DVDs of the football. Wow. That's the level of detail this man goes to send big goods to people. Not even just A-listers. You know, I can't say I'm entirely surprised. 
just because he has such a sterling reputation from people who interact with him. Yes. And such a poor reputation from people who don't interact with him. Like there's Ooh, so, there's so, there's so much stuff about like his Scientology and like all like the stuff yeah. behind the scenes with him. But I've never heard a story of someone who's actually interacted with Tom Cruise and have it be negative. Like he's known for being really courteous, really professional except for his rant about COVID when they were making... Um, no, he had some points there. Sure. He had some points. It wasn't courteous and professional, no, though. No, no, it wasn't courteous or professional, but he did... But, like, at, at its core, it didn't come from a place of evil. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, but he is known to be, like, a really good person to work with. It's, yes. It's interesting, and and sending us it. sending us cookies to me doesn't prove anything, but it just says, like... He's got a really good team around yeah. him that follow up. I don't think Tom Cruise was like wearing an apron, baking these cookies and, and like putting them on no. a platter. But he did just like say, get something for this person. And then someone else follows up and actually does it, which is really impressive. Do you think that Tom Cruise pays for that himself? Or like, is it part of like a budget that he gets when he works on a project? I don't think, I think Tom Cruise could live this life with like $100 <laughs> in his checking account and it'd be fine. It'd be all good. Yeah, it's just like the money isn't a thing to him. Like it's, it's like it just, he doesn't trade he, in those currencies. I was just wondering if he like builds it into, you know, his his talent fees. I think it comes from his production company. If I was going to guess, mm, good point. Okay, one more TikTok trend of the week: savory oatmeal. I didn't see this one. Did you? You sometimes you always you sneak one in after I've read all these I, topics. I did you do not. this all the time. <laughs> no, I did not. It was it was producer Mike. He sends out the outline and then doesn't let you know when he updates. Well, it. Well, like our audience, <laughs> this is news to me. So, food news hosted by Juliet, listened to by David Jacoby. <laughs> it's oatmeal base, and then instead of putting in like fruit or brown syrup sugar. or brown sugar, it's like it's like kind of more like a like a bowl, like a like a kimchi bowl a or kanji. a Korean bowl. Yeah, this one has spinach, fried eggs, soy sauce, oyster sauce, fish sauce. So it's basically like just using oatmeal as grains instead of like yes, this is like a kanji thing. I don't, I don't yeah. know too much about kanji dishes, but I've had them before, and they're kind of like a mix minutes. between like grits and oatmeal, and they put a bunch of like chicken and other things like that in there. I'm open to this. Me too. I was gonna say I, I'm not against this at all. It's just like a mental block. I like I think of oatmeal as like a breakfast base that I put sweet things on. Yes. I'm not like disgusted by this by any no. means, but it's just not where my mind goes when I think about making like a, a grain ball. So let's say I went to your home and you made this. Uh-huh. I would just want you to lie to me and say, this is not just Quaker Oats that I prepared the normal way. I want you to be like, oh, I have special oatmeal that better enhances these flavors. I have dinner oatmeal. Even if it's not true, it would make me feel better about eating it sure. than being like, oh, this is just the same old oatmeal that I'm going to have tomorrow morning with like some blueberries in. Um, question. How do you feel about a savory breakfast? And I'm not talking like chili quiles or something, but more like having like a stew for like a 10 for breakfast or something like that. No, thank you. Hmm. Like, what is your ideal breakfast? Oh, God. Well, it depends. It really depends. Okay. What do you have today? Today, I made an omelet mm. with um, fat-free ch- feta cheese, Yum. chopped up red pepper, chopped up onions. Oh, that's really decadent. Yeah. That's awesome. Very little oil, you know, and no carbs. That sounds great. Try, I had, try to be healthy. I had mush for breakfast. Mush is so good with flavor. Strawberry. Strawberry. It was really good. I just tried some new ones God, lately, though. Peach, it, peanut it just butter. reminded me of when I bought it in bulk <laughs> and ended up paying more for it. Let's get into today's taste test, because I'm just, like, railing off some uh, personal food news here, and I don't even know why. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. 
Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. It's hard not to add a side of hot, crispy hash browns to your favorite McDonald's breakfast. It's even harder not to eat said hash browns before you get home. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, I have some questions before we get into this. On the text thread, you said there are some new truffles coming out that I want to try. Yes, I, I made a mistake. I call them hostess. They're Entenmann's. Okay, here's my question. Okay. What the fuck is a truffle? Right? Because there's truffle oil, there's mushroom truffles, and then like there's four different types of candies that fall under the truffle umbrella. Like I, there's a truffle is, is it's like one of the more flexible food words that we have. It it can be so many different things. This is a great question. So there's also like the mushroom truffles that like yes. are fancy. Yeah, fr- those that dogs of course. Find. Those are not these chocolate no. things. But look at these two products. Look very well, different. Well, Mike. So producer Mike, it was it was bad weather, so Mike didn't want to walk too far to find my desired oh, item. Wow. Just so him right under the, the the bus there. I did, the yeah. Snowplow. I did. He was not time for snowplow jokes. Jeremy Renner broke thirty bones. Yeah, he was saving his nephew. I didn't I, know the nephew I know part. it's really sad. I hope Hawkeye is back. Um, I think they filmed it, but I don't know about the future. Anyway, I think of the milk bar truffles, which are so good. Have you ever had those birthday no, cake ones? I've only been a milk it's bar like, once. What? I've only been a milk bar once. That's a, a huge mistake. I apologize to you. Oh my god, I love it. I, I I think I've discussed this. I pay too much to order it, and sometimes I'm just yes. like, ah, eh, just get a piece of cake for thirty dollars. <laughs> yes, yes, and then you tip the guy like four dollars. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. like the biggest waste yeah, of money. That's possible. why Leander's not coming anymore. He's 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 made off. He's <laughs> bought a summer home in the Hamptons. Okay, so those are like it's almost like an uncooked dough, and then with like a, a crisp, like a kind of like a crumb outside. We have no, dark the, chocolate this, hazelnut this truffles. phrase here that they have. These are from Whole Foods. Fireside treat, dessert before dinner, midnight morsel. There's no wrong way to chocolate. I appreciate that. Anyway, this is what it, this is the description of this truffle. These hazelnut encrusted dollops of rich chocolate ganache hit every note of decadence you're seeking. So I think that the definition of a dessert truffle is like a ganache or like something like doughy or like creamy on the inside. You don't really? even you don't have a truffle in your hand. I just want to be clear. Oh, this isn't a truffle. No, you have a chocolate covered marshmallow. Uh, okay, that makes a lot more sense. And so anyway, I have the dark chocolate hazelnut truffles, which I'm opening. They're imported from France. And wow, they're so much smaller than I was expecting based on based on milk bar. But I'm trying one. I like I like hazelnut. I do like hazelnut. Yeah, it's like it's good. Look at Ferraro. Yeah. I don't need a second bite, but it's good. Oh, that's a one-bite experience for me. Yeah, it should have been, but I'm just weird. 
I guess mm-hmm. we, already, we already knew that. We've covered that. The other thing we have. From Whole Foods. I think this is funny. On this box, it says, fair trade cocoa, full on chocolate. So is that like shade at Trader Joe's? Like there's no cadmium or lead in this? Like what are they trying to say? Full on chocolate. Full on chocolate. I love a chocolate covered marshmallow. I love marshmallows. But this is also milk chocolate. I prefer milk chocolate. I do too. But I would think full on chocolate would be dark chocolate. Yes. Mm, this is good. Of course. Some marshmallow. Mm, it's delicious. I this accept. is a two bite experience. How many calories is this? 45 so, for one. For one? Mm-hmm. All right. I'm well spent. Would you keep these in the freezer? No. Do you like Malamars? I don't know. Nothing comes to mind when you say that. Really? I don't know what you're talking about. Malabars? Malabars, the cookies. Nope. Don't know what you're talking about. They're they really truffles? good. It's a wafer and then marshmallow and then covered in chocolate. It's just like, the, it's just like these minus the, the oh, wafer. It's a wafer. That my my grandma always had them. I love them. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I've never heard of that. Wow. Yeah, Tom Is that like a Jewish grandma those. thing? I don't think so. Hmm. Okay. Well, let's move on. Personal food news. Personal food news. Do I have to go first? You always go first. I've shared so much today already. Um, all right. My personal food news is last night for dinner, on the topic of when you have different things, I made blueberry pancakes for myself. What the fuck? <laughs> I was just like... What the fuck? I was just like deeply craving blueberry pancakes. Do you, do you have like blueberries? Yeah. You're just like, what can I do with this? Or were you like, I'm craving no. blueberry pancakes? I was like, I'm craving blueberry pancakes. Do you use pancake mix or you just like go from scratch? I was in a pinch, so I used mix. I wish I had done it from scratch. Okay. It was so good. How many blueberry pancakes? Like four small ones. Like I did like half a half serving from the box. Yep. Um, and then I have like a salty butter spread. So I put that on and then syrup. Wow. It was really good. That sounds amazing. Yeah. It was like a comfort food dinner and I it was fast and it was very cheap. It was great. That sounds amazing. It also, I was like, this is adult life. Like craving, no, no, no. craving blueberry pancakes and then having them immediately. <laughs> I don't think that's I don't think that's quintessential adult life. Well, it making is pancakes for yourself. What do you think it is? Paying bills? Dinner. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> paying bills, being stressed out, and being sad. Yeah. Well, I decided that it was making myself happy was being an adult, and that was having blueberry pancakes. Good job, Julia. Thank you. Your turn. My son loves food, and recently he's been wanting to cook. And last night, we went to Key Food. We made a great chicken vegetable stir fry. Two nights ago, he goes, Dad, I'm going to make boiled water tonight. What? Exactly. That's it? And he's like, "There's, I'm going to get the recipe for boiled water. And I was like, well, the recipe is not that complicated. You put water in the pot, and then you boil it. Like, salt? I was like, Are you joking? Did he put salt in there? He's like, no, I'm making boiled water. It's, and he has the How to Cook Everything book. We have that. Mm. He goes to the back, right? Finds boiled water. Finds the page that boiled water is on. Little did I know, being a soup guy that I am, boiled water is a form of Mediterranean soup. So what else is in it? Lots of garlic. Ooh. We put tomato in it as well. Like fresh or from a can? No, from a can. Okay. But like sort of like a tomato pasty thing to turn, to give it like something else. But it's like tons of garlic. Um, I think there's some lemon in there and some herbs, a bay leaf or two. This sounds very medicinal. It really was good. That sounds great. So like, shout so then, out Mark Bittman. Yeah, shout to Bittman. So my son tricked me into thinking that he was going to cook boiled water. Ended up making soup with him. Very garlicky. Two, not bad. Minutes. Sounds great. I oh, was sorry. Also, fry up a baguette mm. in some oil. Put that in the bowl before yeah. you pour the boiled water on top. That sounds awesome and like Parisian. Yeah, it was. It was. It was very good. It was very good, and I was impressed with him. Just and I was really just disappointed myself. 
for being so adamantly wrong about the boiled water thing. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Quick Mark Bittman story. I saw him at a conference and he made like a really good point about how um, like the role of fast food in communities where there's not like a lot of childcare or like, you know, they just like in, in poor communities and like the role of McDonald's. And I thought it was really interesting and made a really good point and sort of flipped the script on how people tend to talk about McDonald's. So I saw him afterwards and I was like, that was really interesting. I'm going to think about that for a while. And he had like no interest in talking to me. I was like, just like, I'm just here to give you a compliment, I'm man. Burning that fucking book when I get home. <laughs> All right. Let's hear from some listeners and listener food news. And they called in using the phone number 646-138. Hi, Julia and Jacoby. This is Brittany from Cleveland, Ohio. I am a nurse in a hospital and I work on labor and delivery. And we frequently mm. give our patients their diet therapist, which is what the hospital has always, you know, provided or whatever. The other day, we noticed that there was this starry, which the can and the design look like it is from the dollar store. It is like the worst design, worst name. And it also tastes like Sierra Mist. Like 30 seconds. Cousin. It's the most disgusting diet oh, no, I'm like, what are they thinking? Sierra Mist is so good. They really made a mistake here. I just had to let you know. Love the show. Love you guys. Bye. This is awesome. First you of know, all, nurses. I'm about to say nurses are God, nurses. so important. Anyone who's ever spent time in a hospital themselves or with a loved one knows yes. nurses are so important and generally such kind people. And a labor and delivery nurse with a woman and her family and like a, oh my God. a, a time of need oh. and a really like important time in a woman's life is such a beautiful the NICU job. NICU nurses are actual angels, yeah. like actual living angels. And nurses also play a really good role of like they're half doctors and half yeah. people. So like when the doctor gives you the weird, like terrible diagnosis and then leaves the room, yeah. you kind of pull the nurse aside and be like, so what's really going on here? Oh my God. You know? I have so much respect and adoration for nurses, especially yes. in the last few years, but even before that. So thank yes. you so much for listening. Shout to and you, thank Brittany. you for your work, Brittany. We really appreciate it. So I've seen Starry in the Wild very quickly after they came out with that press release. Wow, that's good. So I saw Starry Someone's in the Wild doing their job yesterday. Well. Yeah, they got it right out. And she's right. The 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 curbside appeal of Starry is, could use some improvement. I got a lot of feedback on Starry. People have thoughts, and they're not happy about it. I don't think Starry is gonna is gonna go great. I don't think so either. Although maybe I, I just got the hiccups from these um, truffles. Apparently, <laughs> sorry. Anyway, I don't think it's gonna go great for Starry. So no. Pepsi, back to the drawing board. Yeah, maybe this is all part of their plan for us to talk about it two weeks in a row. No, Long Con put out a shitty competitor to Sprite. And then re-relaunch. Oh, Sierra, Sierra Mist. Mist. Everyone's like, oh, so happy it's yeah, back. Yeah, it's so happy it's back. And maybe <laughs> I'll give it a little bit of a push. Was that a labor and delivery joke? No. But let's assume it was. It played. Thanks again for calling, Brittany. Thanks for your work. You're awesome. Um, also, thank you to Ronick Nair and Mike Wargon for producing today's episode. Mm. We'll be back next week. I'm going to have some blueberry pancakes. 